hosting for Your Tech Life, proudly provided by Web Central. Everything technology, from computers to mobile phones, TVs and the internet. Information you want, want. all the help you need. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Thank you for listening. My name's Trevor Long, as the intro says. Here to talk technology for the next hour. Anything about technology in your life that you want to have a chat about, feel free to get in touch. That's entirely what this hour is all about. Uh, hearing from you, whether it's on the phone on 1800 157 157 or whether you want to send me an email, just go to the website yourtechlife.com. Uh, send me that email. We'll get in touch. We'll say good day. We'll get you on the show and we'll um, try and solve your problems. And if I can't help you directly, I'll damn well try and find someone who can. Uh, whether it's a problem with technology, a question about technology, it absolutely doesn't matter. Uh, we've got a fair few calls to get through um, that will help you understand that. It is all about technology, and it could be anything. It could be a mobile phone. It could be headphones. Uh, it could be anything to do with technology in your life. Plus, on this show, I really want to talk about a couple of cool things. I want to talk about eBay. eBay has gone from strength to strength, especially when it comes to the mobile phone. They've been on the App Store for five years. Just how much money is spent on the mobile device on eBay, you will be blown away. I don't think you'll believe when I tell you the number. And we'll, uh, we'll talk to someone from eBay a little later in the show. Plus, a really great app that encourages charity. It encourages you to give, but not lots of money. Just cup of coffee style money. Um, I'll tell you what that app is called, and I'll talk to one of the co-founders um, shortly. Plus... I'm going to do exactly what I was asked to do uh, this time last week by a listener. I'm going to tell you all about Twitter. I'm going to tell you how to get into it. I'm going to tell you why you should get into it. And I'm going to tell you what steps you need to follow. It's very simple. And it's all thanks to the good people at Garmin. Garmin Satellite Navigation and GPS Systems. Garmin.com.au. All here for the next hour. Talking technology on Your Tech Life. YourTechLife.com. So Twitter, right? Now, I talk about it a lot. You can go to Twitter and you can follow me, at Trevor Long. Now, it, it's a very simple thing and you shouldn't be overwhelmed by it. People talk about how Twitter and Facebook is all about people sending photos of what they're eating and talk about what they're eating. It's not. It's really not. Um, Twitter is a thing that you can use to, yep, talk to people. You can share your views. You can share things that you read, things that you like. But it's also a place where you can just read it's, it's a place where you can just get access to information. And let me tell you where I think it's most powerful, and that's in news um, and, and event coverage. If you're on Twitter, uh, whether you're on the website or you've got the app on your phone, and you're following the right people, you'll find out things as they happen. While they're happening on the, on the TV and the radio, you'll see bits of them up and transpiring on Twitter. Now, whether it's the ashes or whether it's, um, you know, a, a tragedy around the world or whether it's just a big news story here like politics, Twitter is a great place to get snapshots of information. I don't read the newspapers anymore, honestly. And I was never a big reader, but I certainly relied on, on, on the tabloid newspaper to, to just get a sense of the, the, the topics of the day, what was happening. I've obviously worked in radio a long time, so I'm, I'm a bit of a news junkie, and I find that if I get up in the morning and have a look at through Twitter and I, I check it throughout the day now and then, I've got a very good sense of what's going on. 
the news that's going on, what the topics people are talking about. That's why it's so cool. Now, if it's not about news, imagine just following people that you that you admire, whether they're celebrities or um, journalists that you admire. Twitter is very simple to use. Now, here's the challenge to you today. Join. Follow a few people. And actually, when you go to twitter.com and you sign up, you put an email address in, you come up with a username and you put a little photo up of yourself. It's very easy to do. Uh, it actually encourages you. In fact, nearly forces you to follow a group of people, maybe 10 or 15 people, celebrities, whatever you might think. And then once you've done that, go to go to twitter.com forward slash Trevor Long. Okay, that's my username is Trevor Long, forward slash Trevor Long, twitter.com forward slash Trevor Long. Follow me. Uh, and when you do, say day, because I'll say day back. It's very simple. It's a great little medium for communication like that. And then we can chat. We can chat on Twitter. And maybe you can tell me what you're interested in. We'll try and find you some Twitter accounts that you like. So I just don't want you to be afraid by it. Don't be afraid of it. Just use it. Embrace it. If you find no interest in it, just check it once in a while. If you find it enthralling, check it regularly. Twitter.com, it's that easy. That's all you've got to do. Jump in, sign up, Twitter.com. And thank you for listening. Your Tech Life, yourtechlife.com, the place to go to wherever you are right across Australia. You can also call 1-800-157-157. Let's go back to the phones. G'day, Wendy. Hi, Trevor. Wendy, what can I do for you? What's on your mind? Huh, okay. Um, well, I'm trying to work out now if my husband has um, got himself a good deal on a new phone that he's just bought. Ah. I initially wanted to ask you um, where would be the best place to buy it outright. Mm-hmm. Um, but so he's, um, outright phone is is a good, one. <laughs> outright phone is a good thing because it means that uh, you own the phone. You can switch between carriers. Who do you use for your uh, mobile service? Um, he was with Vodafone and his contract just ended. That's why yeah. he's got a new one. Nice. Um, and I'm with Virgin. And you and you're, he's going to switch to to Virgin and, as well. Yeah, yeah, Fantastic. yeah. That's the plan because it just yeah it makes sense there. They're cheap enough. They have they have good plans, and then we get free calls to each other, and mm. and all of the now, benefits of being once, on the same network. Once he made the decision to buy a phone, what what sort of phones was he looking at? Hmm. Um, he was deciding, tossing up between the HTC One, the Samsung, um, is it Galaxy S Four? Yes. And I think the Sony might have been in the running, but that I think that dropped out. Yeah. So it was really the HTC and Samsung. Well, you know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty on the record with both those phones. They're both beautiful phones, but purely because it's a bit unique and not everyone's got one. And I just think the build quality is amazing. I think the HTC One is the phone to end all phones. What did he buy? Hmm. He bought the HTC. Winning. <laughs> Right, good and stuff. It's, now, it where is does a beautiful looking phone? It is. Did he get the black or the silver? Um, he got black. Yeah. Okay. I, it's, yeah. You know what? I haven't actually seen the black in the flesh yet. Uh, the silver is is what I've got, and I really like it. But the black just has that extra level kind of niceness about it. What? The, it's yeah. very hard to buy a phone outright, though. There's a lot of those websites where you can buy them overseas and all that kind of stuff. Where did he end up mm. buying it, and what did he pay? Um, he ended up buying it at JB Hi-Fi. Okay. He um, started off getting a quote in Vodafone, and um, they were quoting a ridiculous $879. Mm. Um, and then the girl was trying to convince him that it was it was cheaper to actually go on a plan over the two-year period than to buy it outright and then pay, you know, monthly, whatever. <laughs> um, so we left there really quickly. And then um, the guys at Virgin said, um, I'll try TeleChoice or JB Hi-Fi. Mm-hmm. 
Um, he went to Telechoice, which was about $100 cheaper. Wow. And then I sort of went, oh, yeah, JB will be maybe cheaper, but probably not that much cheaper. And then um, when he went to JB, we were blown away. They said 696 Wow. And um, the black and the silver were um, same price. There wasn't any difference. And Do you know how much memory it had on board? Does it have 16 or 32 gig of uh, memory? Uh, 32 gig. 32 gig for how much? And, Six, um, 699. 696. I'm looking on the Kogan website, right? Kogan, you know, brings in phones yeah. from Hong Kong and the like, and he's got it for yep. 699. I know. that. Well, Kogan was the other option that we were thinking, oh, if we buy online, we would, yeah, we probably wouldn't go anywhere else, maybe Kogan. Mm. Um, and we thought that would be definitely be cheaper than the retail stores, like especially JB and whatever. I'm amazed but, um, by that. Mm. Mm, well, that's six ninety nine, isn't it? Mm. Tell you what, you've absolutely smashed it out of the ballpark there. Six, uh, six hundred, nearly seven hundred dollars, <laughs> and uh, and you've got a great deal. You've got a great phone. Uh, the big question now is, though, Wendy, what sort of phone mm. do you have? I've got an iPhone five. Oh well, you'd be happy with that, wouldn't you? I yeah, I am. I've been yeah. I'm an, an a big Apple fan because I've got my yeah iPhone, my iPad. We've got Apple TV. Yeah, right. Um yeah. Next step is, I think, changing from um, the old laptop, changing probably to a Mac. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you won't regret any of it. You won't regret any of it. Well, Wendy, I'm really glad that you um, that you got a good deal. I'm glad your husband's got a great phone, and uh, I think he mm. will enjoy it. But but the one thing I will mm. say is look after it, because when you own the phone, you have this extra se- sort of level of responsibility, because when you break a phone when you're 18 months into a 24-month contract, you ring up and you get a new contract, you, you know, you kind of get one. Mm. But when you own the phone, you, you do own it. Now... I did write an article on EFTM.com.au about, I don't know, two weeks ago. Um, this yep. this company, I think it's called Mobile Zap or Mobile Zip. Mobile Zap, I think it is. And they, they sell a really nice clear case for oh. for, the, for the HTC One. It's basically like a rubberized plastic and it fits okay. all around it. So it still looks beautiful because you can see through it. But it gives you that just little extra level of protection because when you drop those things, they dint. Hmm. And I mm. actually have cracked yeah. the phone on my on the screen on my HTC One. I do not know how, but it did crack. So just look after it. That's my, my main okay. thing about when you own a phone okay. outright. Yeah. I'm right. so glad you said that he got a good deal because I was worried that you were going to say, oh, no, you should have gone to <laughs> some, some other place. <laughs> and, Wendy, I, I would have told you. I definitely would have told you if that was the case. But you've got a great deal, Wendy. You um, you enjoy your evening, and uh, and, and thanks, for let, thanks for getting in touch. Mm, no, thank you very much. And you're listening to the Your Tech Life, yourtechlife.com, the place to go to get in touch, or you can call 1-800-157-157, wherever you are listening, right across Australia, or the website, yourtechlife.com. Let's go back to calls. G'day, Chris. Yeah, Trevor, how you going, mate? Good, buddy. What can I do for you? Mate, truck driver I am, occupation. Yeah, what sort of truck? I have, and the hardest thing we have Mm. is things like load limit roads. Mm. Uh, Mate, I'm after a GPS unit. Uh, I don't know if they make them or what. I just want to be able to punch it in and not have to go looking at three different books and directories to find out where I've got to go. What sort of truck you drive, mate? Uh, at the moment, it's just a uh, heavy, rigid truck, so it's just smaller than a semi. Yep. But, yeah, big enough to be a pain in the backside, mate. And do you, do you just travel around the metro areas or are you around and about uh, a fair bit? Bit of city metro, bit of, bit of um, sort of country work. But, mm. yeah, it's a bit of everything, mate. So, yeah, it's just be 
really helpful to have something like that. And I guess the thing for the average Joe who doesn't realise it is obviously some roads, and we pay no attention to them because the signs are there, but we don't need to worry about them. But they say, you know, three-ton limit or whatever it is, or, you know, certain height restrictions or different things like that. And those are the things that you want to be able to avoid in your pre-planning. You want to be able to punch that in and have the, have the device ignore those things. Absolutely, absolutely. The low limit road, mate, is the biggest one. And uh, yeah, if you go down those roads and you get fined, it's big fines, mate. So really, yeah, yeah, right, okay. Well, look, there are the the beautiful news is, mate. There's definitely products for you, and uh, I've seen. Uh, I've see, definitely seen Navman products, and I've definitely seen Garmin products that do exactly what you're talking about. Um, I'm just on the Garmin website now, um, and you know, should declare Garmin sponsors of the show, but uh, irrelevant to the to the situation. You know, that there are units out there for you. How much are you prepared to spend, mate? Mate, I have no idea, mate. Like I've 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 never bought one. Mm. I've always been a street directory man, but I'm just sort of going to bite the bullet and. Yeah, so I'm not too sure on that, mate. So well, let me let me describe this one to you. This is the from Garmin. It's called the Diesel. I think that's how you um, pronounce it, anyway, because it's a, kind of got an, uh, one of those umlauts above the e or something. But anyway, the uh, 56 uh, 560 LT. It's called. Uh, is designed with truckers in mind. It has a five inch display, uh, an extra loud speaker, external video input for your backup cameras. Wow, that's pretty good. So. If you've got a camera at the back, you can actually plug that into the GPS so that it appears on the same screen. Bloody hell. Um, Features include trucking speed limits and truck-specific route highlighting. Uh, It's also geared for RV drivers. um, And calculates routes based on height, weight, and length restrictions. So that sounds pretty much ideal. Um, So truck-specific routes, photorealistic views of upcoming junctions, uh, lane guidance, it's got everything you need, mate, essentially. Um, and this one has um, lifetime traffic in it too. So the traffic system actually happens via an FM frequency and you know it puts traffic alerts on the roads in front of you and can calculate your route based on that. Um, this one also has a, a thing called new route and, and traffic trends, which basically learns over time the different trends that are occurring in the traffic so if you if you do travel to regular um, areas the same same places not every day but certainly regularly it'll actually work out that you know what it's really congested at this time of day on this road so it'll factor that in when it tries to predict the time wow plus it's a bluetooth wireless you know um, for your for your mobile phone as well is there anything it doesn't do mate <laughs> well <clears throat> how about the truck for me how about this then? How about this, Chris? I tell you what I want to do. I want to know if this really is the bee's knees for truckers. So I'm going to send you one, all right? And I want you to I want you to call me back in a month, and I want you to tell me what you think of it. And it's yours from Garmin, okay? Oh, that's outstanding. All right. Oh, so awesome, mate. Thank you very much. You, you can look it up on the internet, the diesel, D-E-S-D-E-Z-L, um, 560LT, uh, and it's uh, RRP of three three hundred and odd. Um, and you know, because you are paying a little bit more for all those extra features, the you know, especially the the advanced routing that it needs to do with the height and weight and load limits and all those different things. So um, I'm going to get you one. Garmin will send it out to you, and then um, basically I want to hear back from you. That's the only caveat, mate. All right? Absolutely, mate. Will do. All right. Will you stay there? I'll get all your details. Thanks for getting in touch, mate. Cheers, Trev. Thanks for that, mate. Talking technology without the jargon. Your, your tech, tech life with Trevor Long.
And thanks for listening. YourTechLife.com, the place to go to get in touch. doesn't matter what you want to talk about. Anything in technology, YourTechLife.com. Um, 1-800-157-157, the number to call if you want to get in touch. Now, I talk a lot about different apps that are, that are out and about, and uh, whether it's a game or a utility that might, uh, you know, change your business life or a game that might, uh, you know... T- give you something for, to fill that little bit of downtime. That's where I use the games. But I'll tell you what, I don't think I've come across many apps that um, basically potentially could change the world. Now, this is a big statement, but think about how many apps you've seen that are that are actually intended purely for good. Um, I can't think of another one. And uh, I, I came across an app called Shout, uh, as in S-H-O-U-T, Your Shout, and you know what? It's a really simple concept, and I, I just love the idea, and I wanted to talk to them about it. So on the line is co-founder Jane Martino. G'day, Jane. How are you doing? Oh, good, thanks, Sarah. How are you? I'm really good. So let's let's start by, by painting a picture here for, for the people listening. Shout is an app that allows you to shout a mate, but essentially you're making a small donation for good. Exactly. Yeah, so... Really, it's um, it's based around the philosophy of, or very colloquial philosophy of, you know, what Aussies love to do, which is shout their mates, mm-hmm. you know, whether that's um, a coffee or a drink down at the pub on a Friday night. Um, but it's taking that, that one step further and actually, you know, mm-hmm. making that... Um, that thought process and that everyday habit, I guess, that a lot of us have, um, thinking about other people in need and what the value of something that doesn't hurt the back pocket, you know, too mm. too much. Um, and if we contributed that to a charity that really meant something to us or a cause, you know, or someone in need, um, and so giving them the value of that coffee or drink Mm. uh, and, you know, making sure it ends up in their coffers um, Mm. rather than necessarily always just thinking about it as something we do for our friends or family. And and it's the colloquialism that that makes it work because we'll talk about the specifics, but the idea is, you know, you might be having coffee with someone and and you say, oh, hang on, I'll just, you know, they get get the bill, you reach in for a $5 note and they say, don't worry, it's on me. And you say, well, tell you what, um, I'll shout you. And, and that's the idea, isn't it? It's the idea of picking up your phone and going, you know what? I was going to give you five bucks, so let me open the app. Let's donate five dollars to, you know, children off the street, which will, uh, you know, do something or other. Yeah. It's very specific. And, and it's a great feeling. Um, as, as crazy as it sounds, it's a great feeling to give, um, and knowing that, that that is actually going to go somewhere. Exactly. So, yeah, it, whether it's for the National Breast Cancer Foundation or the REACH Foundation or Save the Children, mm. there's all different kinds of charities and causes that sit on the app um, and each of those has its own specific menu item. So, And that could be the value of an everyday item like a movie ticket. Mm. So you could be standing in the queue at the movies, um, you know, and just think, okay, well, the value of a movie, it might not seem like a huge, huge amount to me, Mm. um, but to someone else, you know, or another organisation, if everyone who stood in the queue, even that evening, gave the value of a movie ticket, imagine, Mm. you know, the things that could be done with those funds. Um, So I guess that's our whole philosophy is around, you know, a lot can happen from a little uh, and demonstrating to people that it actually, you know, you don't have to give a huge amount, but if you give it more often, Often, um, and you actually tie the thought and process of giving to things that you do every day and potentially, you know, if you're like me, often take for granted, you know, um, that really powerful change can happen. Mm. Um, it's also a way for 
for us, I guess, to to offer. You know, there's not many other platforms, if any, out there offering not-for-profits, I guess, the opportunity to widen their donor databases, Mm. um, you you know, and and also appeal to a younger, different market Mm. than the catchment of donors that they're already using and often calling on, you know, quite often, um, time and time again throughout the year. Mm. So I guess we're also... um, you know, really keen to partner and we are talking to really large corporates at the moment, um, you know, movie companies, yep. um, large corporates where you're going to do do banking mm-hmm. um, and other transactional, I guess, things, as well as cafes and pubs, you know, and, and creating, I guess, that prompt for people to think about giving at each of those touch points as well um, and just giving those small amounts and, and really seeing, you know, what just, can be done? I was just going to say, I think what's really cool, and I, I this is going to sound crazy, but the thing that I like or the thing that attracted me to it was I open up the app and it's not about just going, how much money do you want from me? It's, it, it feels tangible. And I'll give you an example. And I, I've got to be honest, um, Jane, I, I don't even know why this keeps popping out at me, but and I even have to scroll down to find it this time. But the kids undercover, I don't, I honestly don't know why, but it keeps popping out at me and I, I keep clicking on it. And, and what it does is rather than just saying, here's a charity, how much do you want to donate? It says, your shout. And yes, you can enter an amount. Or it says, coffee with a trained adult mentor, $4.90. Two days of education, $6.20. One night's accommodation, $35. Um, smoke alarms for a studio, $100. They're tangible things that I feel like if I click that button and I make that donation, I'm actually going to get that thing done. And I guess that's what makes it really powerful, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's what makes it really powerful for the charities and organisations we're working with as well, because as well as having general menu items that are tied to everyday Mm. activities, they also have the opportunity to tailor menu items to specific key messages or activities they do Mm. um, or programs that they run. And it's a really great way even just to educate. I mean, I don't know whether you knew about the great work Kids Undercover do before you came Mm. across the app. They're just a wonderful organisation. But what better way to educate people around the tangible things that they do to make a difference Mm. um, than actually putting it in those terms as well? So it's just a really, it's a really great way for, for the donor, you know, and a really great feeling for the donor, but also a really fantastic way to raise awareness for the organisation as well. Yeah, and the point that you make about uh, the different types of donations, I, I gave the example of a very tangible, obvious thing, but the other one is, you know, clicking on the Breast Cancer Foundation, yeah, I can just donate a, a bottle of water, which is $4.80. Now, it's not actually donating a bottle of water, it's donating the cost of a bottle of water. It's me saying... Yeah, you know what? I am going to spend four dollars ninety, and I'm happy to give that to, to to charity, and I hope it goes to a good cause. It's a really not. I I just think there's something absolutely admirable about it. Um, I, how did it come about? What what on earth makes you want to develop this thing? Because it's not like it's going to be a multi-billion-dollar app for you. No, it's definitely not. And look, we have it is a commercial for-purpose business. We've had to go out and get investors to build it and make it happen, but none of them, um, they're what's called impact investors, which I'm sure you'd be aware of. You know, they're not in it for the money. Um, they're there to build a, you know, a robust business that can support more activity, hopefully, like this and innovation in the sector. Mm. Um, but really how it came about is I, I um, co-founded my own not-for-profit last year called Smiling Mind. Um, which is a meditation program delivered online free of charge for young people. And um, I really was 
completely challenged by the fundraising process um, in doing that. And simultaneously, my husband does a lot of volunteer work for Lighthouse Foundation. Um, And the CEO of that, which is a a very long-standing organisation, came to him and said, we just need to find new donors and, Mm. you know, can you come up with an idea as to how we can do that? So it was, I guess, a combination of him <laughs> living with someone trying to raise funds as a not-for-profit mm. operator, um, but also, you know, having um, that CEO come to him with a similar request, uh, and he's creative by nature and came up with it. And I just, you know, I'm yeah. my background is sort of business and bringing things to life, so mm. I just couldn't help but run with it because I just really believe in I believe it's really different um, and it will take a while I think to catch on it's about changing behaviours and ways of thinking but I really believe it can be done you know, and I'm I'm excited by it. I think you should be. I think you should be congratulated for just the idea, let alone the fact that you've actually pulled it off and it's it's available now in the app store. You know what I mean? Like that's that's what's great for me. Um, The the, the app is called Shout. Uh, Your website is shoutforgood.com. You can find them on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, all the different places. But the app is called Shout and it's just so easy. Download it. you, You register. Uh, it's available in the iTunes App Store and on Google Play and, you know, nice, simple little donations. doesn't have to be every day. doesn't have to be every month. Just when you feel like it and when you want when you feel like shouting someone, uh, why don't you shout charity? I think it's a great idea, Jane. Good on you. Congratulations. And I, I look forward well, to thanks very much, hopefully Trevor. hearing some statistics in the future about how many, um, how many dollars have been raised through, um, through this great initiative. Good on you, Jane. Yeah, we'll definitely keep in touch and thanks for your support. Great app. I really want you to download it and uh, start shouting. Um, Garmin.com.au is the place to go to uh, support our great sponsors, Garmin, Satellite Navigation and GPS Systems. And don't forget, we talked earlier about to, to Chris, who, who uh, I'm organising a, a trucking GPS for. Look forward to hearing about that. But don't forget, they don't just do GPS for your car and your truck. This is an unbelievable company that makes anything that can contact GPS. Uh, the Garmin 4Runner 610, for example, is a watch. It's valued at $449. It's a sleek touchscreen GPS training watch. It's got a touchscreen that works in all types of weather. It gathers your distance, your pace, your GPS position, your heart rate, your calories. It has a virtual partner and virtual racer mode built into it. It, it has vibration alerts for time, distance, calories, heart rate, or cadence. Um, so you can plan, review, and share your runs on the, on the internet via Garmin Connect. Um, this is an unbelievable piece of technology. It's just an unbelievable device. It, 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 it really needs to be seen to be believed. If you are into training, running, jogging, whatever it is, if you're training for something big or if you're just out for a casual jog, check out the Garmin 4Runner 610. Uh, you can check it out online at garmin.com.au. And thanks for listening. YourTechLife.com, the place to go to get in touch. Or you can call wherever you are listening right across Australia, 1-800-157-157. Let's go back to the phones. G'day, Jeff. How you going, Trev? How are you? Good, buddy. What can I do for you? Um, just inquiring about the new AJ's 5 headphones. Um, mm-hmm. I've heard about them. Um, I've had a pair of AJ's 4s before, mm-hmm. um, which I was lucky enough to acquire for you. Oh, um, yes, right. A bit of a while ago. And AJ's... Uh... It was, yeah. And they've been fantastic headphones. Tangle mm-hmm. Free Cord has been great. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I couldn't understand why they didn't put the cord, the Tangle Free Cord across the whole range, but... 
Yeah, true. Um, anyway, and those have actually given me a, a little bit of grief, and the cable um, had a problem right where it joins, and of mm. course I've only got one headphone to work, and I was doing uh. some inquiries and found about the new five. So I know nothing about them, mate. Tell me, what, what do you know about the five then? Um, from what, the little bit that's on their website that I found out, they've just improved the, uh, the headphones and the cable. They're more optimised for Android and also uh, for iOS, um, having the three-button controllers for both. Oh, good, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, they've just seemed to have gone that one step further and, um, and um, brought out a new product. I just thought uh, you might have some sort of insight on it. You know, the funny thing is, so Jay's uh, were distributed here in Australia by a company called Smart IT, uh, a good relationship with them. You know, they sponsored the show for a while, in fact, and uh, that's why I probably got you the giveaway. But, but they've disappeared off the radar. I believe they've changed distributors, if they distribute at all now in Australia, in retail. Um, I don't think I've seen them in a retail store for a year or so. So I would suggest that they simply aren't available in retail in Australia. But I, I do believe that Jay's website sells direct. So yes, that's yes, probably your only option, mate. You know, including the postage yeah. from Sweden, because Jay's is a Swedish brand. Um, yeah. I noticed they've updated all their their kind of branding to say, you know, Jay's of Sweden. It's kind of like the Apple, uh, you know, designed in California thing. But uh, I don't know that it makes a big difference. But they are beautiful, beautiful headphones. Oh, um, fantastic! Really, I haven't found a pair yet that I'm happy with for the price range. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, right. Okay, and that's that's an important thing too. I I guess, and I'm just on the website. It doesn't. It actually just says coming soon, so it doesn't look like they're they're even selling them online yet. So. So, mate, the good news is I think you can probably buy them online, but the bad news is that they're not available yet, and and the bad news also is that I don't think they're being sold in Australia um, in retail. So, I have seen them in Office Works um, recently. Cares whether they're just getting rid of stock or not, I'm not okay. sure. Well, I will put out a call, see whether I can find uh, who's distributing them now, and if and when the the five uh, are coming to Australia, because I, I was always a fan of the of the Jays. They were they're really nice headphones, but to be honest, I've I've listened to a lot of headphones over the years and you know they were good um but I, you know I've, I've found plenty that that do the same um i guess it's just a matter of how important the different things are like the tangle free cord and stuff like that so um, yeah the tangle free cord was a huge thing for yeah, me i mean i've yeah. found others that are better i've got a pair of steadhouses that have fantastic headphones but mm. i um, drive a heavy vehicle and i constantly spend a couple of minutes um, unraveling them when i get them out and the J's, you just flip them a couple of times and, and they were straight out and you could use them straight away. Sounds like you need a better stereo in the heavy vehicle, mate. And maybe I do, maybe I do. Unfortunately, I swap vehicles. I drive an interstate bus and uh, I don't get the option of what I get to drive. So, oh, um, and, also, uh, and also then you don't want the whole, the buses and passengers, you don't want, you can't blast, blast it through the stereo, can you? Exactly, exactly. Uh, right, okay. It's the best way to listen to podcasts. Well, I, I, I don't want to stop you listening to podcasts, obviously. So um, I will do my best to find out, mate, but otherwise uh, keep your eye on the website and, um, and order away. But um, good good to let me know of the new product. I'll uh, check it out myself and uh, hope all's well, mate, and hope you can track them down soon. Beautiful. Thanks for the call, Trev, and uh, love your show. And Your Tech Life, uh, my name's Trevor Long. You can call me on 1-800-157-157 or you can email yourtechlife.com. Let's go back to the calls. In fact, on Skype this time. G'day, Frank. How are you, Trevor? Excellent, mate. What can I do for you? Oh, look, I've just got a bit of a problem. Um, it's not insurmountable, but um, I've got a situation whereby I've got one of these little gadgets, dongles, whatever you want to call it. Uh, that but, connects um, to the internet. It's an internet to, dongle. An internet dongle, that's mm -hmm. right, to connect. Um, I gave it to my daughter 
because she's uh, in some temporary location and doesn't want to have to hook up to the phone line sure. to, to run the internet, but she can't seem to make a connection between a laptop, the, uh, the, the device, and uh, the internet. So, so uh, if, if she's on a laptop, what's yep. the device in the middle? Shouldn't, shouldn't the device just plug straight into her laptop? No, it's it's one of those those freestanding ones. It's a, it's a little netcom thing, you know, the one that you can use on three or four uh, different devices to uh, connect to the internet. So so let's be clear here. She's got a laptop, and then she's got the little dongle that you gave her. Plus, well, she's got it, a little. I don't netcom. know if it's I don't know if it's called a dongle or not. It's a, it's a um a netcom device. Oh, so and the whole device is a netcom. And where's the SIM card live? Is that actually in the device? SIM card goes in the device. Oh. And is it a physical SIM card that goes inside the device, or does it plug That's, in via USB and another thing? No, it's not plugged in via USB. The card goes into the little unit. Right. And you connect one to the other, and that's supposed to go back to the service provider. But uh, she just can't seem to make the connection. Because the the thing I'm thinking of, um, and in fact, I, I got one of these from Netcom only last week. It's it's a device uh, like what you're talking about, except you get those um, those USB dongles from Telstra or wherever, and you literally just yep. plug it into to the to the to the Netcom device, and you tell it how to connect, and off it goes. So you if you're putting a SIM card directly into this one, you then need to configure it. And and what you're saying is that you don't don't know that the configuration's working or what you're doing wrong because it's just not connecting. It's just not connecting. You know, she's been in touch with everyone's been quite helpful, mm. but just can't seem to break the back of what the problem is. She's spoken yeah. with her service provider, yeah, and they've said, "Oh, look, you know, um, you don't really need a password or anything like that." Mm-hmm. The netcom people have said, "Look, the uh, unit's not locked. Just get it uh, plugged. You know, put put the card in, and mm-hmm. off you go, and just." Fo- and you know we've downloaded the instructions that say how to yeah. uh, how to uh, to do it all, mm. but she says the um, the device connects to the computer but doesn't connect to yeah, the exactly. internet. So so you can on your computer you can see that you're connecting to this little netcom thing, but from yeah. there you're you're just connecting to your to your home. You're not connecting to the internet. Well, look who, so who's the who's, who's the SIM card from? Oh, it's from TPG, I think. Mm, bummer. I was hoping that it'd be a big. Big Telco, because you know I can I can get your help with yeah. the big telcos. I don't have any direct contacts with TPG. I'll be honest, but I do have contacts at Netcom. So here's what we'll do: um, if you stay there, I'll get all your details, and maybe we'll, we'll firstly break the back of Netcom, and we'll sort of see if they can give a little bit of extra technical support over the phone um, for your daughter, and and see whether they can troubleshoot a little bit, and then maybe we just have to reach out to, to TPG a little bit further up the up the chain and yeah. see whether they can give us some more advice, um, yep. because it, it is probably just a very simple configuration thing, but it, these things aren't made to be easy, unfortunately. No, well, that's, that's the way life is, you know. Technology's great, but if anything's going to let you down, it's going to be the technology. <laughs> the, the technology's <laughs> brilliant, but it's the one thing that'll let you down is the technology. I, I bloody love that. That's a really good point, yeah. <laughs> point Frank. But, uh, but anyway, you know, all, in all fairness to everyone, TPG have been very good to her. Netcom have communicated with her. She, she got some independent uh, advice from from a technical person, not known to me, but mm. but uh, they've all been very helpful to her. But they just <clears throat> just can't seem to quite break the back of. Uh, and, of, and just uh, confirming that, that your, your that little SIM card you gave her um, does have data on it. I mean, it's an, it's a valid account that you're paying for, and it's got got usage yeah. available on it. Yeah. Well, it's cost her, I think, forty bucks for the first month, waiting for something to happen. Yeah, right. Okay. And um, you know, so you know, she said, "Oh, I'm just going to go and buy buy another con- uh, another unit." But I said to her, "Yeah, well, when <clears throat> you know, when you get back into your own home and you've got your uh, yeah your your NBN connection." No. Oh. Um, uh, give it back to me, and I'll use it for when I travel. 
Exactly. Well, look, um, stay there. I'll, I'll get all your details and we'll try and help you out with those companies directly, okay? Thank you. That'd be great. All right. And uh, you can get in touch yourself. Uh, just go to the website, yourtechlife.com or call 1-800-157-157. Talking technology without the jargon. Your, your Tech, tech life. life with Trevor Long. And thank you for listening wherever you're listening right across Australia, yourtechlife.com, the place to go to get in touch or you can call free call 1-800-157-157. Now, um, I talked last week about the Apple App Store being five years old and the, it doesn't sound like a lot, but when you think about what's changed and the impact that that app store, let alone the revolution between now and then, uh, has had on the way we live, the way we shop, it's unbelievable. Now, one of the apps that was there from the very early days uh, is eBay. And uh, Nicolette Mori from eBay, in fact, the head of buyer experience at eBay Australia. Great title, Nicolette. Thank you very much. What does the head of buyer experience do at eBay? Well, we basically look at everything that makes a fantastic buyer experience and we aim to create that on eBay. So it's all about understanding our buyers and making sure that eBay is the best possible place for them to buy what they want. Is it just me or is the – and I said this on, on Radio TUE today, so I'm not, not pretending that, that it's not a, an absolutely true opinion of mine. I just Is it just me or is the eBay app so much better – better looking and better to use in terms of buyer experience than the website itself. That's, that's my <laughs> I'm opinion. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> uh, well, it really depends on what type of buyer you are. Sure. I mean, the eBay app is much simpler to use mm-hmm. um, because on a mobile device, usually you have a smaller screen to play with. Yep. And so as a result, we've had to dramatically simplify the types of things that you can do on the mobile. Mm. Uh, and the web is a much richer experience. And so there's a lot more that you can do on the web that you can't do on the app but it does make the app super easy to use if that's the way you like to browse. I won't challenge the word rich, but let's just say I prefer the app. Now, (laughs) the reason I prefer the app is because, like you say, it's simple. Now, if I'm on the app and I'm searching to buy, it just gives me results. I can click, I can you know, bid, I can go like that. The actual, I've got to be honest, I think it's the selling um, that is the big thing for the mobile app. I, I am blown away by how amazingly simple selling is via the app because you can literally barcode scan something and it just gives it pre-populates half the fields and then you just take a photo with your phone. It all happens literally on the phone. And when you talk to someone about how hard it is, or they think the perception is it's hard to sell on eBay, and you go, no, 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 and you show them. It's mind-blowing how simple it is when you yeah. think about actually selling something on eBay. Absolutely. And that's one of the greatest things that the mobile has enabled is making it ridiculously easy to sell. You can list an item in under 60 seconds if you're using the mobile app. And exactly as you say, you snap a photo or you scan a barcode, write a quick description and you're off. So it's it's super easy. So let's talk about stats because I do love stats. They're a bit of fun sometimes. Um, but, you know, five years um, $600 million worth of transactions were made globally in 2009. Mm-hmm. And last year, in 2012, $13 billion, B for billion dollars worth of goods were sold through eBay's global mobile uh, you know, apps and, and website, like mobile devices. $13 billion, that's insane. It is insane. And, and this year, we expect that number to grow to $20 billion. So it's absolutely charging ahead. And the interesting thing, Trevor, is that Australians are one of the heaviest users of mobile globally. On a, on a per capita basis, in terms on of On a per capita eBay. basis. Yeah. So the proportion of sales that Australians make through their mobile devices is higher than any other eBay country in the world. Does that mean we're lazy? We're kicking back on the couch watching TV on eBay? or? <laughs> well, we actually just love technology. 
And Australians have among the highest smartphone penetration in the world. So lots of Aussies have your iPhones or your Android phones. Mm -hmm. And they just love using their mobiles at any opportunity. Here's what I don't get. And I I must say, I've never been tempted. But who who buys a car on eBay? 8,000 vehicles are sold every week globally on eBay. Yeah, we have a huge car enthusiast market, and it's not just cars, but it's also the the parts and accessories. And interestingly, parts and accessories are one of our biggest mobile selling categories. So people are out and about, they're tinkering on their cars, or they're realising that there's something that's broken that they need to fix, and they're looking for their car part or a fancy new accessory through their mobile app and buying it then and there. It's just, um, you know, I've sold baby clothes and we've bought baby clothes. I've sold, I've sold heaps of stuff on eBay over the years. But I guess, is, is there something about the, and this is a buyer experience thing, is there something about getting people back into the experience a little bit more too? Because it's kind of the sort of place that, I guess there's probably certain sections of buyers. There's people that go there all the time looking for, for great deals, but there's people that go there only when they're specifically looking for something. Is there is there something in between that, that you need to do to, to drag people or get people to open the app more often to just come across things more, perhaps? <laughs> Yes and no. eBay, uh, uh, mobile is the sort of device that allows you to shop whenever inspiration strikes. So the beauty of the app is that you can be on the bus and you see a handbag that you like or a pair of shoes that you like and you can quickly open up your app and just browse for it Mm. while you're on the bus. Um, A lot of people, what we've found is that about two-thirds of people actually browse on a particular device, uh, potentially have a look on a different device during their lunch break at work. So they might be checking out that same pair of shoes on their laptop at work yep. and then decide to seal the deal when they're sitting at home with their iPad on the couch later that night. So these types of multi-screen shopping journeys are really what people are spending a lot of time doing now. I'm more troubled by the statistics that you presented in your um, in your five-year celebration announcement regarding the inspiration to shop and where that occurs. I mean, 26% of men are inspired to shop while on the toilet? (laughs) Yes, that that concerns me a little as well. Um, But, you know, it is really about shopping when you have the time to do it and uh, (laughs) mobile allows you to do that whenever and wherever. Um, Probably a bit more excitingly as a third of people are inspired to shop while they're watching a movie. So that's a a pretty common way of doing it. Let's run with that. I think that's much more (laughs) important. And and to be, let's let's remind people that, that have haven't, uh, haven't seen the app. It's it's on Android. It's on iOS, and there's also a tablet version. Is there? Is there? Not, I, don't, I don't know about the Android, but certainly on iOS, the tablet version is honestly stunning. And I, I was talking about this on on two UE today. Um, um, I digress a little bit here, but you know, buying real estate, I find it so much better the experience on domain and real estate's iPad app than I do on their website. I just feel that the design is is simply brilliant. And I have the same feeling about the eBay experience on the iPad. It is amazing, especially when you're selling. If you're selling multiple items, you click on your selling tab and they're all just there in front of you in one glance. It's just a really great interface. And I think that's the power of these in-our-hand touchscreen um, devices have brought to, to that the web can't do yet. 
Yeah, I absolutely agree. I, my personal preference is to shop on the iPad. Yep. Um, having said that, I do use the iPad, the iPhone and the laptop in, at regular times throughout mm-hmm. the day. The important thing to realise about the, the iPad or the, the tablet experience is how critical it is to have great images. Um, people are browsing more through images now than they ever were. Right, yep. and, uh, it, and the tablet experience is so beautifully visual mm. that it, the image is king. So that's one of the areas that uh, we really focus on a lot with our retailers is make sure that you have just beautiful images yeah. and the same for if you're just selling as a, as a casual seller. That, I was just going to say that, to, that, that sounds like the absolute top tip. If you're, if you're a seller, whether it's just selling something that's in your, in your garage that you want to get rid of or you know kids' clothes that are, they've grown out of or you're selling something serious like a car, Take the time to take that photo properly because it really is the thing that, that makes someone want to bid or not, isn't it? And that sounds like you, you, you've got that data to show it. Absolutely. We've, we've got the data which shows that items with great images sell better yeah. than items which have either poor quality images or writing all over the images. Yep. So that's the, that is our top tip for sellers is make sure that you take a beautiful photo, add the basics of the description, make sure that you're describing it accurately, um, but really the photo is king. $20 billion in 2013 is the forecast. I look forward to hearing what it means in 2015 and, and every year after that. It's going to be unbelievable, but uh, congratulations and happy birthday to the eBay app, Nicolette. It's a, it's a great app. And, um, and, a, and a, it well warrants the the, uh, the numbers that you're getting. So well done, and thanks for the chat. Thank you, Trevor. Great to talk. Talking technology without the jargon. Your, Your tech, tech life with Trevor Long. Thanks for listening. No matter where you are, you can get in touch yourself. Go to yourtechlife.com and send me an email, or you can uh, ring me one eight hundred one five seven one five seven wherever you are, right across Australia. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll be back again next week.